Hey everyone, welcome to Insights with Alicia. Every week, we gather to learn and connect and I often say things and people want to know more. They like the insight from the scientific psychic. There are so many things I've experienced that have transformed my life and I love being able to share all of these insights to help everyone, not just my clients. I talk about relationships, our behavior, so many life skills to literally change your life and the tools to support those changes that we wanna make. And let's not forget about the animals. Sometimes I talk about them too when they share. Sometimes they don't have a lot to say. For those of you that don't know, I'm Alicia Sweezer, owner of Who Knew Healing. I'm an intuitive life coach, animal consultant and communicator, psychic medium, intuitive mentor, and I am super lucky to be able to provide healing and growth opportunities for people and animals. One of the reasons that I love doing insights with Alicia is because it gives you a place to start creating something new in your life for free. I get to shine the light on things and show a different perspective for how you can create change for yourself. And then you choose to, if you want to, grow down your path and work with me individually to transform at a deeper and quicker pace. I don't know about you, but I like when stuff happens faster. And as always, new episodes of Insights with Alicia are available on Mondays. The episodes are on my YouTube channel under Alicia Sweezer and on all the podcast platforms as Insights with Alicia, as well as for my readers out there. I did not forget about you. This will all be available as a blog post on Wednesdays on my website, whonewhealing.com. And that's new with a K. Okay. So in this episode, we are going to talk about why are you letting someone else decide what you want in a relationship? And this topic I might sound a little spicy about, and please understand it's just my passion. There isn't any judgment here. I want amazing relationships for you all, and the tools are out there to create them. The problem is, is that people don't choose them, and then they're unhappy, and then they get stuck in victimhood. Okay, let's get started. So this week, I read a post in a Facebook group where a woman was asking, how long does she wait for a label with someone that she's dating? She writes in there that they've been hanging out for three weeks. They see each other almost every day. They're sleeping together, but he doesn't call her his girlfriend. Here's where this all starts. This is one of the main things that I work with my clients on. Why are we letting someone else decide everything for us? Now, to be clear, I'm not saying the other person doesn't get a say in this. They absolutely do. What I'm speaking to is a conversation where both people are saying what they want, not just one person waiting around for the other person to decide. And I'm not talking about control. I'm going to be very, very clear here. This is not control. We as humans base our relationships in reaction to what the other person decides. So many times someone's like, well, you know, he hasn't let me know, quote unquote, what we are, or they haven't let me know what they want. And my question to you will always be, what do you want? Do you even know what you want? If you do, why are you letting them decide what works for you? Why are you letting them decide what's a match for you? So many people have not taken the time because honestly, we're not really taught to take the time to figure out what it is that we want, figure out who we are. I constantly talk about the ideal partner list. There's videos, podcasts, blogs about all of this stuff. Your ideal partner list. What does a relationship look like to you? And how do you feel loved? Those are all things that if you do them, you will really get to know who you are as a person. Then you're consciously creating your relationship from that point on. You're not at the effect. You're not reacting. You're not um, letting this other person determine things for you. This is an unconscious way of going through life. When people have unconscious relationships, then they get really upset when the relationship doesn't turn out the way they want it to, or when the other person isn't showing up in a way that they want. 
And because they haven't done their own inner work, they haven't gotten clear on what it is they want. They can't even communicate to the other person what their needs and desires are. How is that other person supposed to have any idea? And in addition, if the other person hasn't done their inner work either, we now have two unconscious people basing their whole relationship off of what someone else is doing in the moment and then reacting. It's a game of pinball. They're just bouncing off of each other. I get so passionate about this because knowing what you want, getting very clear and creating your life consciously changes everything. I'm going to say that again. Knowing what you want, getting very clear, and then creating your life consciously from that changes everything. And that can even have a global impact on our world. I get fired up about this, trying to stay calm, but I do get fired up about this because everyone's walking around in victimhood and they're upset that they're single or their relationship isn't the way they want or their partner is behaving in a certain way. And from this, they think, oh, it just needs to change. And then they slip into controlling, forcing all their old behaviors, whatever dysfunctional pattern they've had in the past. And it doesn't work. It just simply doesn't. And that doesn't mean that everyone isn't trying. I know you're all trying and it's not in a way that changes anything. So let's try something different. If we could make that mind shift of you being in charge of your life, you being in charge of your thoughts, your emotions, and consciously creating your life. Like I said, it changes everything. We already know what happens when your partner shows up and is behaving in a way that you don't like. You attack, you manipulate, you people please, you get mad, and then a fight starts and people break up. No one's actually having a conversation. And usually it's all about the other person. Well, you did this and you did that. This happens without any self-reflection, without ever looking at how am I showing up in this relationship? Where am I doing things that aren't a match also? Nope, I'm just going to live in a reactive place. And when I get don't get what I want or it doesn't go the way I want, then I'm going to act like a victim. And then I'm going to say things like, you did this to me. Look what you should have done for me. And none of this is my fault. Anyone know people like that? So I will ask you again, what is it that you really want for yourself? I'm saying that to every single person on this planet. What do you want? What do you desire? Do you feel the energy of that? Feel how expansive that is? Because until we know what we want, we can't create it. The universe, God, source, whatever language you use, can't bring it to you if you don't know what you want. Everyone's just randomly throwing stuff at the wall to see what sticks. We're rocking around like a bunch of blind people, mad that we can't see. We're not realizing we're the ones that have put the blinders on ourselves. Take the blinders off and figure out what it is that you want and then create your life from that. Stop just throwing stuff at the wall. And by no means do I mean, do I think any of this is easy. I have spent years and years and years doing this work. And it's what I do for a living. This, Like I said, this is one of the main things I help my clients with. Figuring out who they are, getting clear on what they want, and then working through all the trauma, emotions, beliefs, judgments that come up with those two questions. And then creating their life from it. If you want to see how this happens and how your life changes, then read the testimonials on my website. One of my clients just wrote me a testimonial that speaks directly to this. His life is completely different now, and he is so much happier, and he has an amazing partner. So right now, people are mad, and they're thinking and saying, there's no good men out there. There's no good women out there. Everyone is considering themselves a good man or woman, and yet neither of them has done the work to show to know what it is that they want to have. This isn't a judgment of who's good and who's bad. 
I'm saying this is the outlook people are having on potential partners. And if we haven't looked inside, how do we know? If we're still carrying around baggage from our last relationship or our childhood, and we haven't done any healing around it, what do you do with that? People don't want to go into relationship with someone who's still carrying baggage from their last relationship. Someone doesn't want to be in a relationship with you and your ex. That's the truth. Nobody wants that. It doesn't have to be that way. If we're not looking at our baggage and we're mad, we're not getting what it is that we want, that's all on us, no one else. And then we're still living from the place of letting everyone else determine things like when we sleep with them, when we go exclusive, what are we calling each other? Now, remember, like I said, this doesn't mean that you don't both get a say in this. It's not about control, manipulation, or power. It's about knowing what's a match for you. Letting someone else determine when you have the conversation about where is this going. Letting someone else determine when you ask what it is that you're looking for. And more. If you don't even know what you're looking for, how can you tell the other person? You've all heard me constantly say being in a relationship is easy. Anybody can be in a relationship. You can walk over to some guy or girl and be like, hey, and suddenly you're in a relationship without having a conversation about what a relationship looks like to you. Now we got two people having two different relationships because we're not talking about it. We're just assuming we're living in the fantasy because relationships mean things to different people. That's why I'm always saying, do the work of what a relationship looks like to you. I promise you there's a video, there's a podcast, there's a blog all about this. To some people, a relationship is, oh, I see you once in a while. Other people, it's, I see you four times a week. If we don't ask those questions of the other person, and if we're not clear on what we want for ourselves, then we fall into a relationship with someone, then it goes sideways, and then frankly, we're just pissed. We don't know why, and we blame the other person. Then there's this whole con this or that's where this whole concept of a situationship has come from because people aren't clear on what it is that they want in life and people are afraid to say what it is that they want. I get it. Like I said, I'm not talking about this like any of it's easy. Do you know what makes it easy though? Getting clear on what it is that you want and then using that to make decisions for yourself instead of being in reaction to someone else. I am very clear on what it is I want in a partner, what a relationship looks like, how I feel loved, what my standards are. When people come into my world, if they're not a match for any of those, then I'm done. I move on. And that's okay. This allows it to be so much easier in a shorter time frame. I'm not spending three, six months with someone and then finding out, oh, we're not on the same page. Oh, this means something different to him. Oh, this isn't something he wants. Can you imagine spending three, six months with someone and them going, oh no, I'm not looking for a long-term relationship, even though everything you've been doing looks like a long-term relationship on the outside? This is where those conversations come in. So, um, because what happens is we're three months in, like I just said, and they go, oh no, I don't want to be exclusive. And we're devastated because we've been doing all the actions of a relationship. We think we're exclusive. Nobody's having a conversation. Or... We're however long in and we're thinking, how come this person hasn't brought up the conversation of where is this going? How come you haven't brought it up? Also, when the other person hasn't brought it up, what do we do? We make up all of these stories in our head. Oh, they don't really like us. Oh, they don't want to be with me. Oh, they think whatever about me. Or they're seeing someone else. We have no idea if any of that's actually true. And we don't know if the other person's thinking the same thing. Because nobody's talking about it. Everybody's just assuming. 
Nobody is saying what they want. Everyone is waiting for the other person to decide for them. This waiting and staying quiet is usually done out of fear, insecurity, fear of abandonment, loneliness. I get it. And every place we're thinking, well, how come this person hasn't said anything is a place where you get to ask yourself the question, why haven't I said anything? Because you're thinking about it. Why haven't you said, hey, we've been hanging out a lot. I'm really into you. I'm clear on what I want and I don't have any expectations of you at this point. And I'd like to know what it is that you're looking for. Is this something that's working for you? Is this something that you want to go exclusive with? Are you at a place where you don't know yet? Because that's okay too. Like I said, it's not about locking it in and controlling someone. It's about gathering information and sharing where you are in the situation. If having that conversation blows up what's going on, then it's not a match anyway. If you are being vulnerable about your feelings, about what it is that you want in your life and being honest, if that blows it up, it wasn't meant to be. In a relationship, you have a lot of difficult conversations. There are uncomfortable parts. It's not all unicorns and rainbows. Healthy relationships require conscious communication, and it's not always easy. People get afraid and stay in the place of, if I bring it up, this could make them go away. Yeah, it might. So how much of your time are you going to spend not knowing? Are you going to give two more months of your time, six more months of your time? Because if it doesn't work out, you will be mad at yourself because you, you'll believe you wasted a bunch of time. And you will have judgments about yourself like, why did I wait so long? Why didn't I see it? How come I didn't know? I have seen it over and over again. I see people post in these Facebook groups and, you know, there are so many people who will comment on it sort of in judgments of like, well, why did you stay so long? And how did you not know? Like the stuff I'm talking about here and they're just projecting their own stuff. And the truth is, is everybody falls into it because we want to live in the fantasy of what if in that moment. And so I'm not going to say anything. I don't want to rock the boat. Um, I'm just going to let the other person decide everything. And then I'm just going to be okay with it because this right here, even though it's not what I really want, it's better than being alone. And like I said, it unless you're working at the, you know, a conscious relationship, it might go sideways. And then you're going to be upset because you put so much time and effort into something that wasn't going to go anywhere in the first place. So like I said, there's no judgment here. I get it. Everybody's doing this, this world. Everyone right now is just wanting connection and it's important. Humans are meant to be together. We're a community species. And so it's this place though, of, let's create what it is we actually want instead of not knowing and then settling and then getting upset. So now there are nuances, right? With what's happening in the relationship, because each person is different. What allows you to be in the flow calmly and consciously and not insecure and not anxious is knowing what it is that you actually want. You're going to hear me say it like a thousand times in this video, because then we're able to look at the relationship, the situation, or the dating clearly. We now know we got our lists of what we want. Now we're dating and it's all dating's just about gathering information. That's it. I'm going to go on this date and see if there's things about this person that I like. See if there's things about this person that are on my ideal partner list. And if there isn't, you can move on feeling confident and secure, knowing you're not spending time with someone that isn't a match for you. Breathe. Feel how expansive that is. Feel how light that is. It's a very different 
type of creation. It's a very different way of carrying yourself. It's a very different way of creating your life. There's so many people who go into a first date and they're like, you know, I got to see if this is like the marriage and the relationship kind of guys like, and I get it. I get it. And I invite you to breathe and back up, back up and take steps along the way. It's evidence over time. Dating is gathering information over time. It's not going into that first date and putting pressure on everyone of like, oh, is this going to be a match for long term? Like, I really got to see, is this a match for a marriage? Sometimes we know right away whether it's a match for long term or not. And that's great. But if you go in with the mindset of that, it gets heavy. That pressure adds to the anxiousness. It's like a high stakes game versus like, hey, I'm going to meet someone for dinner. We're going to see if we like each other. It's a very, very different experience. When we've done the preparation, when we have our standards in place, we know what it is that we want. Like I said, we get to go into the situations differently and we don't stay in things that aren't a match. These time frames and what you want are going to be different for everyone. There's no hard and fast rules on any of this. And there isn't anything wrong with asking your friend's thoughts. I invite you to pay attention to what they're saying and who it is that's saying it, who you're asking. It's like I say, you always want to call up. If you're asking long-term relationship questions, you don't want to ask your friends who have never had a long-term relationship. There isn't any judgment here. They just don't have any experience with it yet. So their answers are not going to be as valuable to you. So I invite you to spend some time getting to know yourself because truthfully, that's the longest relationship you're ever going to have in this lifetime. And that way you can have amazing relationships with other people. I have all these videos, podcasts, and blogs. It's all free information that is there for you. Share it with your friends, watch, listen, and see what it brings up for you. It's life-changing information and your relationships will be different and your dating will be different. I promise that. And some people won't choose this because that means that they need to start making decisions for themselves. And that can be a deterrent for people. Some people don't want to be responsible for themselves or their own happiness. They like staying in victimhood. They like blaming the other person. They like making the other person responsible for what happened to them. You can do that. There's absolutely no judgment or expectations here. And it will not bring you happiness. All right, I'm off my soapbox now. So as a recap, there's three main videos, blogs, podcasts, whatever format works for you, I referenced. um, And they're titled, How to Manifest What You Want in Life. That's where the ideal partner is talked about, plus a whole bunch of other stuff. Um, What does a relationship mean to you? And how do you feel loved? I would, of course, also recommend some of the others about listening. Um, The one about sacrificing is never love, because I'm pretty sure I'm the only one who's ever done that. Um, And being addicted to hope. That one gets us all. And so really I invite you because we, that hope is the fantasy and staying in that kind of thing. And maybe they'll change. And if I say it this way, then they'll get it. And down the road and rabbit hole we go. So that's a really good one too. Um, and also in addition to all of those, um, to help you with, I also have a list of 40 plus questions that help you gather information about yourself and the person that you're in a relationship with or even that you want to be in a relationship with. Because I know it's one thing for me to talk about this and you can go watch the videos and the videos all have tools and steps and instructions and all that kind of stuff. But this is an actual one that you can print and be like, okay, here, I'm going to walk myself through these questions. Um, As well as a list of subjects and topics. I think there's 40 plus on there to discuss with your partner to determine if you're a match together. Uh, To get these lists and discuss topics, you can get them by signing up for my email list or the blog. And if you're already on those lists and you want a copy, please just send me an email. All right. 
that is it for this episode of Insights with Alicia. I hope it was helpful for you. Hopefully it wasn't too spicy. I hope you can see that how making a shift in that really, really makes a difference. I know we're talking about sort of romantic relationships here, but it works for friendship. It works for family. When you get really clear on what it is you want in this life, then you can start to communicate that with people and things will change. Um, oh, and one thing I did want to mention is, right, in case you've watched other videos this month, I launched a celebration challenge for the month of June. We have one just a few days left. Um, every day, the reason we did this was to celebrate ourselves. Um, and we're going to celebrate everything. If I've been posting on social media, that's where you'll see all of this. And it's, I want to celebrate everything, big, small. Um, you've all heard me talk about how my measuring sticks are skewed. That unless something causing pain or is a big deal, it doesn't really register for me. Now, it's a lot better than it used to be. And I wanted to do this challenge and create it for everyone uh, to change some of the celebration part. Because we all have these judgments about like, oh, it's not a big enough thing. Or um, what is it that we really get to celebrate? That's what this is for. Everything. Everything, everything, everything. I have posted um, bigger things that I have done where I'm like, oh, I got more testimonials, you know, from a client to yesterday. I was like, I got 90% of my meal prep done for the week. Um, today's post was about I'm celebrating all of you because all of my listeners and uh, watchers and readers and supporters and clients and friends and family, all of you contribute to me so that I get to live my life's passion and have my life's journey here. And so I want to know what you guys are celebrating. Uh, like I said, I'm posting every day on Who Knew Healing Facebook and Instagram pages. And I would really invite you to join me. I want to hear what it is so that I can support you in it. So join me for the last few days. All right, everyone, have a fabulous week. And if this was a contribution to you, then please share, subscribe, like, do all the things, get this information to more people. Um, and like I said, blog will be on Wednesday on whonewhealing.com. And as always, thank you to everyone who has donated to my Cosmic Tip Jar. It allows me to create more free things that I can give to people. And if anyone feels led to do so, the links are in the descriptions, multiple options, all that good stuff. All right, everyone, have a fabulous, fabulous week. And I will see you next Monday.